Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. I hope you guys are feeling good today. All right, people, we are talking about a really important topic, and this is living through the heart. We've been living through logic for eons and eons and eons of time, but I want to help everybody get to the place that we all crave to go, and that is more in alignment with our heart, right? What feels good, what fulfills me, and I'm going to call this a soul fulfillment because your soul came here to feel fulfilled. And the way through that place, the way to that place of soul fulfillment is through your heart space. It is not through your logical mind. You cannot get to it through your logical mind. And, you know, I have a flashback of myself when I was trying so hard to check all these things off my list, right? I wanted to discover what ultimate happiness was. I wanted to discover what was the highest uh, relationship that we could have with, you know, romantic relationship. I wanted to discover that. I was on this quest. And I look as I look back through my life, I see that I've always been on the quest, I am in the process of going through a lot of personal things right now, um, like, you know, like uh, papers and things from childhood and all kinds of stuff because I'm doing a lot of clearing out. And what struck me so loudly, and I remember I've shared this with you. If you've been listening to me for a while, then you've probably heard me talk about the fact that I was enamored with the idea of love and didn't understand it. Nobody could answer any questions for me. So in going through all of my childhood stuff, I found this picture that I would draw often, and it said love. And I used to write this word over and over again, and, and I have physical proof now that that is true. Right? I was really little when I started writing love, and I would draw butterflies, right? like many of you listening, and, and flowers, and homes. I wasn't the most, uh, and I'm still not the most, um, you know, artistic person in that, in that sense. I'm artistic in a lot of other ways, but not in making, uh, I am no Picasso, let's put it that way. Okay. We're talking today about fulfillment of the soul and the way to that place is through the heart space. So we've been living from this place for so long. And the way I see this is it's logic versus heart. And it doesn't have to be that way. But when I was on this quest, I kept trying to think my way through all of this and reading teachers and trying to connect with myself and discover the truth of how to get to that ultimate place of happiness. And I tried for a long time through my mind. 
I would read so many books trying to find the answer. And what I realized is this, and I want to help you fast, fast pass or fast track this one. The way to get through and into the heart space is the place where we feel, and oftentimes we work hard at not feeling, right? Because we've been told that's really not cool. Don't feel. Just keep moving forward. But you, you can't get into the heart space unless you're going to feel. And I want to offer this word softening. It is a softening. It is a melding into being with you. It is an allowing. Can you feel the vibration that I'm sharing with you now? It's soft. It's inviting. Like feel into my voice and the vibration you're receiving right now because that's what that's what's happening here. I'm helping you in this moment connect with yourself so you can feel into how to get to this place. So it's not through the logical mind. It's in, if you can, right? If you're driving, don't do this, but closing your eyes and soften into you and soften into holding a space for you to finally embrace yourself. This is the place you must go in order to have full soul fulfillment. Your soul came here for this. Yet we are all trying to seek happiness through all kinds of things that are outside of us. And yet I always tell you, it's only found within. And the reason I talk about the heart is because this actually came to me a few hours ago to talk about this. So here's what I want to let you know as a human race, what we are, those who are embracing the call of their soul, I guess, those people and probably those who are listening to me, we're going through a big transition. We're letting go of things like duty and obligation, right? Obligatory commitments that we made a very long time ago. If you believe in past lives, this is, this is something that we're going way, 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 way back and we're letting go. We're actually healing and clearing all of these energies that, that surround all these commitments that we've made in you know past lifetimes for those who, who believe in that. And regardless of what you believe, this is what this energy is allowing us to do now is to untangle from the commitments really made from a logical space, not from the heart space all the time. I'm not saying you haven't made heart decisions, okay? But I am just telling you what the energies are, what they're presenting. The opportunity that's being uh, offered to us at this time is to really embrace ourselves, 
to really get clear on our soul, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, right? And the only way we can also get to this other place of soul fulfillment and part of this embracing process, if you're going to move forward with this uh, opportunity, is that we have to clear away the smog, if you will, the smog within ourselves so that we can see the smog that is in our lives. And the smog or the noise, I'll also call it, these are things that distract us from getting clear. For example, you're in a relationship, romantic relationship, And we keep rehashing and we keep having the same patterns and we keep finding ourselves in the same frustrating moments over and over again, right? There doesn't seem to be a resolution. We don't know how. Neither one of us does. So it ends in frustration. Oftentimes, well, I'm going to say all the time, it is hard to have the ability to really and truly understand what's happening in a moment like that, when we're with, it doesn't have to be romantic, it can be any relationship that shows us this frustrating experience that we have, we find ourselves doing it over and over again, is because we're there's smog. We're not able yet to get clear about what is truly happening. So in order for you to be able to clear the smog in your life with others, you first have to embark on the journey of clearing the smog within. Kind of like opening up that closet that's been there for, you know, whatever many years, um, very disorganized, all kinds of cobwebs, right? It's time to open it up, take a look, take a deep breath, And embrace yourself through the process of, do we do this in 24 hours? No, we don't. We say yes to the mission, the self-mission right now. And we take it one bite at a time. I was working with a client yesterday. And this is a client who, like many of us, we tend, our old pattern is to jump on the hamster wheel. Go, 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 right? Because we, a lot of us grew up believing, right? Work is nine to five. And this particular client is more in the flow. They have um, a business, right? Where sometimes we're working and sometimes we're not working. And many of us are finding that in our lives, right? Many of us are business owners. We're creating what it is that we really want to do. And with that being said, there's not always a nine to five that's that's attached to that. And this is an example of what we're letting go, right? The obligation, the duty of doing it nine to five. Time is an illusion. It is something that we have actually put in place to organize life, right? To organize these pockets of time. And what's happening is, and you may already be experiencing this in your life is that 
time is very fluid right now. It's also going very fast. Um, everything is sped up quite a bit. But so I wanted to, you know, tie that back a little bit to give an example. But let's get back to what I'm talking about. So I was working with my client yesterday. And this is something that most of us find ourselves feeling the word guilt for, let's say that we've done a lot of work from 7 a.m. to noon, and now we feel like we don't want to work anymore. And, and we might feel like we want to spend time with our family, or we might feel like we want to go for, I don't know, a hike, or go do something we, we love, right? But yet, we might find ourselves feeling guilty, and the guilt is what keeps you on the hamster wheel, in a sense. It's not the only thing, but stay with me here. So if I, let's say I want to read a book, right? But let's say that I don't allow myself, and I am a big one with this. Let's say, because I can be a workhorse, literally. It's, uh, I, really, I really have to um, come in and be my parent when it comes to getting things done. Uh, it is really hard for me to to slow down and to um, not take the time. I can enjoy myself and let things go. But let's just say that I know what it's like to be on the hamster wheel. Okay, so the hamster wheel. If I feel guilty, right, even though I've worked, maybe let's say since 7 o'clock in the morning, maybe I'm going to use me, writing content, doing all kinds of things, right? And let's say I'm, I'm feeling like I'm actually tired. Um, if I'm still attached to the old program of that's lazy, if you stop working now, it's only noon, for God's sakes. You're supposed to be going another five hours, right? That's this place where I have to step in and, and be the parent for myself and say, well, actually, no. You've already done so much work. You've actually created content. Let's say you just put in two days' worth of content in one period of three to four hours, right? Which can happen. I have to embrace the fact of how I feel. This is where I take myself from my logical mind. I move down into my heart space. This is where my, my higher self comes in and, and my parent energy comes in for myself and, and is like, no, Kim, actually, do what feels right to you. Take this time right now. Take a look at the guilt and say, you know what, guilt? Screw you. <laughs> I hate to sound so, you know, blunt, but that's what you have to do because this is a program. And we have to get quite stern with the program right? And see how I'm able to see what's actually happening for myself. I'm actually able to see all of this. I'm able to catch the program. I'm able to see the disempowering pattern that I run to, which is get on the hamster wheel and keep going for the next five hours because that's your duty. That's your obligation, okay? The game has changed, my friends. But I'm only able to see all of this stuff because I've cleared away the smog. And now I can discern. I can have a different type of 
uh, discernment now because I'm very clear about what's happening, what's truly going on, and how the only way to turn my ship around is to be able to take myself by the hand and say, different choice today. I'm actually going to let myself sit down and read a book if that's what I want to do. And I'm not going to feel guilty because I know that what I did was invaluable for the past several hours. So when I was talking with my client yesterday, this is also a person who can be a workhorse and can't stop, right? Because we grew up with the, if you slow down, you're lazy. If, if you take time out for you, you're, um, you're, you're lazy. Um, you're not keeping up your end of the bargain. You're not working hard enough. You're not this, you're not that. Well, we left out the other side of the equation. And that is, and I just did a post on Instagram about this, it's absolutely necessary to also allow that other side of things, the regeneration, the rejuvenation, the slowing down, the appreciation. People, that's your heart. That's the heart space. The logical mind The program that we've learned is if you slow down, if you're not perfect, if you don't kill yourself, you're not on the right team. And I'm here to change this team. I am here to empower you and to offer you that you are here to actually come out of this on the other side. You are here to clear away the smog. You are here to be the parent for yourself. You are here to be a loving, compassionate friend to you that can look at guilt and say, hmm, I'm not going to put that on today. Can look at perfectionism and say, hmm, I don't really care as much. Feels better not to really care right? It's that kind of thing. So when I was explaining this to my client yesterday, I brought up the example of we have life streams, right? These are streams. I want us to think of this as a life stream versus the hamster wheel. This is a stream of energy. You can see it any color you want. You could see it being crystalline with all kinds of beautiful um, vibrations of color in it. And it is your life. And you flow, my friends. Your natural inclination is to flow, to flow in and out of life. And if that's the case, then we're going to, like me, sometimes I find myself working on the weekend, right? I've spent an hour and a half on the phone with a client who needs me at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Why? Because that's where my heart is. That's why. So now... I live through my heart and I still though, this is funny, I just realized this about myself right before I started taking notes on on this podcast. I had to catch myself recently, one more time, I had to catch myself and say, are you doing this because you think it's the right thing to do and it's according to your calendar of how you set things up? Or are you doing this 
because it feels good and it's in alignment with your heart. (laughs) Guess what, people? I was doing it because it was on the calendar and it was what I had said was like the correct flow of events in my business, in my life. And I thought that's so interesting because I caught myself again doing the same thing. Why? Because it's been ingrained in us for quite some time. So pay attention to this for you and your life. You have a life stream. I also want to offer. It's a journey, people. It's not, it's not a sprint. And let's not even look at it as though it's a marathon. This is a journey, a discovering process. There is no, there doesn't have to be the right, the wrong, the good, the bad. It's not. It's, it's what you assigned it, right? You give the meaning to everything in your life. This is mastery. I'm helping you learn how to completely step into the driver's seat of your life. You came here for you. You came here for you. You came here for your soul, your soul fulfillment. I am offering you a call to action on this very day to begin to untangle yourself and get curious also. First, we have to get curious around guilt. When do I feel guilty? Around perfectionism. When does that person come out or that part of us? Not person. That is a little part of you. Well, it might be a big part of you. It can become a really little part of you. And who's the one you're trying to please? Is it you or is it somebody else? Because you didn't come here to live anybody else's life but your own. That's what you're here to do. That's why this is so important. Because you came here to have soul fulfillment. And these are the ways. The first step, right? Let's think about this. All right, let me think about this. First, we're going to get curious about where in our lives you resonated while you listened to me. And then you're going to start being a little more discerning about when, you know, I want you to start tapping down into your heart space. How do I feel right now? Do I feel tired? Yeah, okay, go take a break, right? I want you to take yourself by the hand, become your own best friend and your parent all at the same time, and know that you're here to to actually live for you. If you're exhausted and you don't feel good, take time out, go recuperate, do what you need to do. That's not lazy. That's intelligent. That is love. That is self-love. That's what we think of when we think about best friend, parent energy. If you want to go, blow off the rest of the day on a sunny day on a Friday 
and you have an opportunity to go out on a boat or go paddleboard or go do something you really want to do because your heart is yelling for it and because it sounds like so much fun, get your butt out there. If you're really that busy, work on the weekend. Remember, we are the decision maker. Now, if we have families, of course, people, I understand. I raised three kids of my own with somebody for most of the time. I understand. Those are obligations. Yes, you signed up for that. And that obligation is going to be with you forever. Right? And it's, it's a loving obligation. But so maybe it's time to reevaluate. What is it that our family has to do? Or what is, what is it that would empower my family right now or in this weekend more so than doing something because it's on the calendar? Right? We have this big fear that we're not going to be teaching our children the right way, right? And not be accountable for things that we committed to. Here's the difference of what we're doing now. Commit to your heart first. Parents, we have the opportunity to actually have our kids learn the commitments differently. So, and, and, it's like, you know, when kids take up a sport and, and they don't like it and they keep going through things and they keep going through things and they, they take this on and then I was that kid, right? And most of it was because I was asked to do things I didn't want to do, to be honest with you. So anyway, we won't talk about that. But what I want to say here and now is get clear on what makes, what is fun for the family. Because we, we can't always teach our kids obligations, working hard, right? We also have to, if we want to change this generation of children, it's our, it's our duty <laughs> to be the leader in showing them how to choose things that we really feel good about and we love. If there's something on the calendar that we might, as a family, might not be looking forward to. Sometimes we do need to do those things, but maybe sometimes there's something on there where we're like, you know what? Let's not. Let's like all go, you know, somewhere today and do this type of event. Like we really can, as we're learning and as we're making these shifts and these changes, our children are going to get so excited that they see these types of changes within us, I'll tell you, because they're wired to listen to their heart, right? They really do listen to how they feel. And, you know, they just get programmed as they get older and they start living more for other people because they learned it's not appropriate to live for themselves. So children oftentimes, be, you know, they're so innocent and they are just doing things because they just, they kind of come in knowing how. And through the process of learning to be a human being, um, unfortunately, a lot of that, you know, shifts and changes for them. And so they take on all the disempowering programs. So not going to go there, but I want to leave you guys with this. Get curious about yourself. What resonated for you today? Um, it's time to be your own best friend. It's time to be your parent so that you can show that to people in your life, right? And so that you can start clearing out the smog, clearing out the closet in your own life, 
You can pass that on to others um, and start to really embrace yourself. So, and keep in mind that one of the first steps in embracing ourselves is to start to feel. And I know it can be scary. I know it can feel really freaky. And, you know, I help people walk through it. That is what I do. That is my job. And there are other people out there who can help you as well to actually walk through it, to start to be honest, and to help you start to make some serious movement forward in your life. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be a goal way. It might just be a feeling really good within yourself way. That is, oh, that would make me so happy. So love to hear from you guys. Have a great one. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Here's to you. Have a great one.